Hey PDCA members, it's Brandon Lewis with the Painters Academy coming to you to talk about winter. Nobody likes winter. Why? Because as it comes in, you watch your savings for the entire year get rated by operational overhead and ongoing expenses. Your cash flow is compromised and frozen, which means that your personal income is diminished, your lifestyle has changed. And then finally, this big, huge crew of really good crew leaders and painters that you've been able to build up over the past few months get scattered to the wind. Some of them end up working for Home Depot. Some of them go to your competitors. Some of them steal your customers. It's a terrible ordeal. It happens every year, so what can we do about it? In this video, segment, I'm going to unpack how you can get realistic about what's happening in win winter so that you really understand the metrics, how you can tap into a hidden reserve for cash, refine more leads into contracts, generate more referrals, and finally go after some relationships that can offset the winter doldrums. So let's get right into it. First things first, let's get real about what's happening, okay? So many people have 1,500 excuses why they can't do anything during the winter because nothing happens. Bull! Something happens. About 5% a month of something happens. Look over here at these demand numbers. December represents about 5% of painting sales and demands or estimate requests. January represents 4.7. February represents 4.8. Then we see this huge uptick, as we all know, in March. Of course, if you're in cold winter climates, you're going to see that that takes a little longer to get to you. If you're in warmer climates, it's, climates rather, it's going to get to you a little sooner. So let's think about this. If you typically run 500 estimates a year, and if 5% of those come in in December, that means that you're going to get 25 estimates, okay? 25 estimates are going to come in to your door. So what do you do to do two things? To increase the number of estimates that you get in the form of requests and to take those estimate requests and turn them into cash so that you can offset this diminished demand. We're going to talk about it. First thing I want to point out to you over here, and I'm going to walk over to the other side of the board so I don't get out of the screenshot, is to talk about what people used to do back in the 1800s, 1700s, when they first started really using oil in the United States in abundance. What they would always look for is what they call bubble up crude. I'm sure you remember that from the Beverly Hillbilly song. That is crude oil that is just kind of seeped to the surface. And what they would do is they would send men out into waders and they would have ladles and shovels and different things and they would pick up this crude and they would put it in a bucket, okay? That's very labor intensive. Obviously, there weren't many fields where this stuff just kind of cropped up to the surface, so finding them was a big, huge, hairy deal. One reason that it took so long for kerosene really to get uh, into the market is something that people used for lighting versus wick, uh, wax lamps, and other things like that. Then someone discovered very simply that you can drill down into the earth, find the reservoir, and pump out tons of oil that this was just a sign of what was below. See, most owners do this same thing. They're primitively just getting whatever bubbles up to the top, in particular from their customer list. So if you've got a thousand people on your customer list in the month of January, February, and uh, December, 
at 5%, 5%, 5%, you've got about $150,000 being spent. Most people will realize only a fraction of that. Why? Because they're not communicating with their customers and they're only grabbing what kind of bubbles up to the top. Well, we've got to drill a well right into your customer list so that every time a job floats to the mind of a customer, it comes right out the top and you get an opportunity to give them an estimate. Not so that most of that demand stays under the surface, you never get to see it. And what happens is, they just get on the internet, ask a neighbor, do whatever they did to find you in the first place, and they end up buying from someone else. That's not good. So the first thing you need to do in the winter is to reach back to your customers so that you can not be getting the leftovers, what bubbles up to the surface, but so that you can really see something consistent and predictable in your business. You can do that with a multi-step, multi-medium campaign, campaign reaching out with mail, email, Facebook custom audiences, and telephone, good old-fashioned telephone, reaching back, talking to them about what your schedule looks like in the winter. We've watched this process generate hundreds of thousands, tens of thousands of dollars, even in cold Canadian climates in the middle of the winter. Don't tell me it doesn't work. I've seen it work every time. So you've got to do that. Second thing is, okay, we've got to get clear on what the heck we're trying to do to begin with, right? Money. Take the magnifying glass out. Look at it. What are we trying to generate more of during the winter? Money. Money doesn't just mean leads, right? A lead isn't money. Go down to the bank, try to deposit some leads. Can't deposit leads, can only deposit what? Money. So, if we need money, we've just talked about how to get more leads. Well, those leads don't mean anything unless we do what? Convert them. We've got to convert them into contracts, okay? convert them into contracts. So, going back to this example, way back when, they would take this bubble up crude, and in order to turn it into kerosene or something else that's distilled, they would seriously put this stuff in a vat over an open flame. Can you imagine how dangerous this job was? They'd put it in a vat over the open flame and they'd boil it. Well, when they started building these big, huge oil wells, they had a refinement problem, didn't they? You can't take all of this and put it into a bucket and boil it. So they had to come up with refineries. See, your sales process is like a refinery. So many owners, this is the perfect time of year in the winter to refine your sales process, to go to switch from what I call a pricing modality to a persuasion and proof modality. A pricing modality looks like this, and you may be engaged in it. Where you show up, take a phone call, maybe you answer the phone sometimes, maybe you don't. Show up, make a little small talk, show up in your painter's whites, give them a, a, you know, a small talk about the bowling trophy and the dog and the grandkids and their favorite sports team. Walk around, not really say much, and say, I'll get you something. Then you go back to the office, email them through the weak and whippiest medium that has ever been devised to sell something extremely expensive, which is email, and then maybe follow up with a phone call or an email. Okay? That's what most people's sales process looks like. Well, if you want to go from 1x to 3x, if you want to increase your closing rates, raise your prices so that with fewer leads you can still generate the same amount of cash flow, and after you've tapped into your customer list, you've produced more organic demand and leads from the easiest and cheapest place to go, people that know, like, and trust you, including unconverted leads, need to be throwing all those into that campaign for the last 12 months. You go in there and say, well, how can I raise my closing rates? I'll tell you a few ways. 
okay? First thing you need to do is answer your phone in a meaningful way that means something, okay? It could be, uh, this is Brandon Lewis with ABC Painting where we had the cleanest, most courteous painters and our five-year guarantee means that you'll never be left behind. How can I help you, okay? What does that do instead of John's painting? Well, what are they worried about? Are they clean? Are they courteous? How'd you hire them? What happens if something goes wrong? We've got to be having meaningful conversations, not trite conversations. You do your prepositioning, send them information in the email and mail in multiple steps before you ever arrive. It's easy to set this up automated to raise your closing rates in the winter so that you can tell them about how your processes and your people and your product knowledge is superior and different to painting contractors because, hey, they're not deciding if they want to paint or not. They're deciding who they're going to use and what they're going to pay. Okay? You got to set up your sales system to persuade. When you show up, give them a gift based on what they told you in the intake process. Walk them through an overview. Sit down with some kind of customized diagnostic tool. Just like if you went to a doctor, an attorney, or an accountant who's charging you big bucks because you're charging big bucks. If you want white collar prices, you got to sell like a white collar person. And then we're going to show up through the audit come back, tell them our customer story, present this estimate on site instead of email. We're going to leave them with a post-positioning packet that teaches them exactly how to hire us. You, they can't hire you if you don't teach them how. We're going to provide them with the proof that we're the person to hire. And then finally, you need to follow up with at least nine steps to follow up and mix up your mediums, mail, email, and phone. Okay. If you take even one of these things that I've just suggested in the middle of the winter, and if our focus is what? Money? Money? If that's the focus, we got to get more cash into the business, then if you will do that, then it's the same thing as getting more leads, but we really want to put in more leads and higher conversion rates, right? Okay, what else can we do in the middle of the winter? Again, there's still things being painted. The next place I'd like you to look at is referrals. There are really two sources that are easy to get referrals from. One are past customers. The problem is most people rarely contact their customers. They might send them a Christmas card once a year. They might send a weak and wimpy email a couple times a year, three times a year, quarterly an email, open rate in the toilet, consumption further in the toilet, wonder why people forget us. So reaching back to your customers with some kind of recurring newsletter and starting it in the winter so that you can build a good foundation for the spring is really important. In that newsletter, you need to make sure that you recognize people who refer you, that you let people who do not refer you know that there are rewards for referring, and then when you get a referral, you reward them and you publicly display it in there. Okay? Easy to do. Get it in the post. We do a done-for-you newsletter, but frankly, anybody can figure this stuff out. It's not that hard. Every month, you need to be contacting customers so that you can get referrals. If word-of-mouth referrals are a big deal right now to your business, imagine how much of a bigger deal it would be during the winter if you just tried to do what? Anything. Try to drill a well for referrals, okay? Don't catch what's bubbling up to the surface. Drill a well and then sell the heck out of them when they come in, right? So referrals, second place that's great is you need to be doing endorsed mailings and joint ventures with other home service people. There's two ways you can do that. The first way during the middle of the winter is where you send a letter very simply that says um, uh, with a headline it could, it could say uh, why is my painter writing me about a plumber? Question mark. And you just simply write them a letter about how you use a plumber and that you don't do plumbing services but here's the person you recommend it, John's Plumbing, and then you get John's Plumbing to do the same for your list 
Again, it's a referral, but it is a manufactured referral. It is a referral on steroids. The second thing you can do is begin surveying your customers as you go out to do your estimates. Very simply, put together a simple survey form that doesn't list the clients, but lists the different types of services that they might need in the next six months. Get them to check those boxes, collect the survey before you present your estimate, and after you leave them your leave behind book. And all of a sudden, you're referring one and a half referrals every time you do an estimate to people. If you give, you will get. And if you can get somebody else doing that, or three or four people in a group doing that, it generated about $150,000 a year for me. That's the kind of thing that can buoy you through the winter, okay? It can buoy you through the winter. So two sources, go back to your past customers and find other home service people, other man in a van business during the winter. And the reason it's so good to do it in the winter is because you've got more time on your hands to do this stuff, right? Everything we've talked about, you've got more time to put it in place. And who's got more time to listen? Your customers and those other man in a van home service or commercial service businesses. It's huge. It's the time of the year to be doing it. You know, get prepared for the spring. Don't just let it smack you in the face, okay? Let's have a good winter. Let's prepare for the swing. Last thing, two things I'm going to talk about, really I guess two. One is, this is the perfect time of year to go after commercial. Buy a list of 40,000 plus square feet facility and maintenance managers in your area put them on an evergreen marketing list go after them with campaigns that are specific for commercial this is very easy to do they're very receptive this time of year and they're getting ready for spending in 2017 they've got more time on their hands you've got more time on your hands there's really relationship market marketing or rather organic lead marketing which is what we've talked about with the percentages over here but then there's also relationship marketing. Relationship takes a little longer. That's referrals with those home uh, service businesses. That's referrals or ongoing contract relationships with commercial facility managers, maintenance managers, and commercial property managers, realtors who manage strip centers, who manage schools, who manage uh, homeowners associations. You need to be going after those folks. Okay. Now, everything we've talked about to this point has been about doing what? Okay. We're always going to focus on the money. It's been about putting the money in your pocket. Okay, doesn't matter if it means more leads, doesn't matter if it means more referrals, doesn't matter if it means increasing your conversion rate. It's still about putting more money in your bank account. But there's one other thing you've got to consider and that's retaining your employees. Now, what we have talked about to this point does help you retain your employees, doesn't it? Certainly, if you've got more work coming in, it's gonna retain your employees, but what if that's not enough? What if you've done all of these things and you've done your very best, but you're still afraid you're going to lose your employees because you just don't have enough work? Well, that's when you can really do something interesting, and that is to go to your local churches and to offer to paint for them during the months of January and February at cost. You pull a big, huge list of them up. You work your relationships, in particular if you're involved in the faith community. You could do this with nonprofits as well. And you send them a letter, you get on the phone, you send them emails, you go to meet pastors and say, hey, listen, this is a ministry of mine in a way. I can't often keep my painters working during the winter. I know you've got facility and maintenance budgets and needs that, that would be met. In the summer, I would have to charge you full boat prices, but I can charge you only cost to keep my painters busy. I can only do it during February. I can only do it during January. And if you will market that stuff this time of year, then you get, it's a win-win-win, okay? Your painters get to work, your overhead 
is is reduced a little bit because you don't have to worry about them running off to somewhere else okay and they at the church get something done for them at a cost they could never get any of the rest of the time of the year this is awesome one other additional thing I would recommend is you you make it a part of this program where listen we've only got one other thing we like to ask you to do is if we do this at cost can we put at no cost a little ad in your bulletin uh, could we put some signs out in front of your um, church could we um, have a mention from the pulpit just anything that might help us get a job or two from anyone who attends your church just as a way of saying thanks to us for doing this service for you at cost so it's a win-win-win you have an opportunity to get referrals and leads the church again gets something painted for free or rather reduced and your painters get to work so it's winter right if your winters have always been terrible and awful, look at what you've always done. If you plan on doing what you've always done this winter, you're going to have what? A terrible and awful winter again. Let's not have another terrible and awful winter. Instead, let's simply recap these steps and get them in place. Number one, get real, okay? There's still money being spent. Number two, focus on the money. Number three, Let's go back to your past customers. Let's dig a well. Let's not just scoop up whatever kind of bubbles to the surface and cry about it. Next, we need to make sure that we refine these leads, right? We don't need to be boiling them in a bucket. We need a refinery. We need a sales system that is on fire. Then we're gonna generate word of mouth referrals like crazy through our newsletter, through our joint venture partnerships, with our surveys, with our endorsed mailings and emails to other home service customer lists. We're gonna go after these large commercial project managers. We're gonna go after the commercial property managers. We're gonna go after these folks that are in the basement, making sure that everything gets painted in these big, huge facilities. And then finally, we're gonna do some stuff at cost for some really good organizations so we can get referrals and we can keep our painters working and so we can sleep better at night knowing that we've done something good. So any one of these things could help you have a good winner, your best winner, any one of them executed well, all of them in tandem could help exponentially propel your winter to be the best one you've ever had. And you can make money during the winter. You don't have to move backwards. So I hope this PDCA video has been helpful for you. It's been fun for me. I'm Brandon Lewis. If you have questions, just email me, brandon at paintersacademy.com, brandon at paintersacademy.com. If you don't have time to email me, just check out the site, paintersacademy.com. There's lots of free reports, CDs, video trainings just like this on the website, in the blog. Uh, you can get access to them for free. Thank you for being a PDCA member. Thank you for watching this video. I hope you have the best winter you've ever had. Go get them.